What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cousin Cecil Show. I'm your host, Mike Fowler, a.k.a. Cousin Cecil. How are you? How was your week? Uh, hopefully you had a good one. Hopefully you had a good time to game. Hopefully you uh, avoided Mobius, Morbius, even though apparently it's, well, it's not being that successful. But I think it's, I think it's been cracking like, uh, almost a hundred, hundred million. And that's maybe nine, the nine million more than it should. Uh, but yeah, what is it? Uh, we got a little bit to talk about a little bit, uh, PlayStation news, and we'll get up, uh, probably get you out of here. I can't remember anything else. I'm going to also look up my notes because I did do one note. Because <laughs> the other stuff is kind of understanding. I kind of have it in my head of knowing exactly what I was going to say. But, uh, how was my week? Uh, I think I did pretty, I think I had a pretty good week. Uh, I was slowly doing a little bit of more Horizon Forbidden West. And at this moment in time, I can definitely just say I, uh, I'm i not a fan of it, but I'm going to push through it because I, how I word it. Uh, the gameplay-wise is, isn't bad. I think the way it's doing story and a little bit of uh, mechanical-wise of like uh, the RPG part of it is a little uh, crappy in my opinion my opinion uh i'll play a little bit of that i uh i don't think i uh played anything else enough to brag about uh nope with that call the call to the sea which i think we've discussed was that puzzle walk or oh, walking simulating puzzle game that has a little bit of the creature from the black lagoon feel to it and that's uh that's been pretty fun a little some of the puzzles are hard and i've been you know, i won't lie i've been using uh youtube for some of the puzzle solving because some of it's like how am i going to figure this out but i digress uh, a little bit of elden ring uh, not enough to still brag still in that weird i uh i guess i've got to the part where uh i have found the first official boss in the sense of like Hey, here's a here's a cutscene. Here's the guy. He comes out. Here comes the big bar. Good luck. I got him halfway, and I still got all the the swords and staffs that I got uh, at the beginning. I've not found anything else. I need to go find some more better equipment for my character since I'm a astrologer, m- magic person. But but yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, I got, I guess we can talk about a little bit of that too. I uh, was able to go to the theater and uh, got to watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is the movie for the the hit anime slash it's also a prequel to the hit anime. How about we also uh, break down the series for a quick second. Long story short, it's a, a showin' uh, anime. Showin' means uh, it's about a 
protagonist that's kind of dumb, but he's kind of the strongest guy of this said universe. You've obviously seen it with uh, Dragon Ball Z as a show-in. Uh, Naruto is a show-in. Uh, Bleach is a show-in. It's a, there's also, you know, magazines that just talk about this type of anime show-in jump and all that stuff. But, uh, uh, the, the series is basically, uh, whenever there's a big change of emotion or a place of dread in this world, uh, basically demons or ghost ideas can be created and uh haunt that area and then also uh apparently uh, they do a little bit like based on true story stuff in the sense of like in japan like ten thousand people uh disappear each I'm, I'm gonna say year to give myself a net i don't know if they said it for like could be each month but uh basically there's a uh i don't want to say it's probably like a secret or let's call it a secret society school that uh has these kids that uh are basically they can see the spirits slash demons and they train obviously it's just a typical basically like ghostbuster in the sense of like you know we're but you know stopping ghosts demons from doing blah 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 and uh there uh that's basically like the real gist of it and there's also like a big demon in the season that's kind of the conversation piece that uh, has been trying to do that and also involves the protagonist of the season. The prequel movie, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, is kind of more about the background of the the teacher and also uh, basically the the school that the protagonist of the season is, gets initiated into. And I will say also, uh, it was really good. I also think it also goes into that same ballpark as uh, these new modern anime movies have been really kicking it up a notch in the sense of where do they matter in canon? Where do they matter in the series itself? Do they even consist or, you know, what do they even connect to the the series and uh this one is definitely the closest to the so it doesn't technically matter to the the events of the season but apparently also people who reviewed it and know a little bit more you know able to talk to toho animation and all that shit uh you got to meet some people that are going to be getting highlighted into season two of jujitsu kaisen and I prefer, uh, this was a really good movie. I think it's also gave you a really cool tone of where the, the show could go and also kind of str- uh, backed up some of the spots that were kind of very quick, scary in the show. But this one definitely has more of a dread to... Uh, the, the movie's protagonist, which is a different guy. That's why I'm trying to now just focus on the movie. But the protagonist of the movie definitely has a really deep, dark uh, storyline into 
that's almost into a horror uh, manga compared to uh, like this show and stuff. Uh, and then I'm more also wanted to say is because that's where uh, a I really wanted to see it before this, and B I was listening to uh, Stay Crunchy and Milk and uh, podcasts and lunchbox on there he he did what would be the most straightforward answer and also explanation from a person who didn't watch the show who was invited to go see the movie so he thought the movie was a lot more connected to the series and it's not in the sense of what he was describing it hurt my soul and my heart to hear uh, it gets into more that goes into me about like I get real amped up when I don't and it goes into the storyline of the PlayStation stuff this week is I don't under I lunchbox is fine I understand him I understand his background and also understand he just had the experience he had friends that say you are coming like it or not come on and we'll you get see if you enjoy the show he didn't enjoy the show he just had a uh, he just assumed the series was like the movie. The movie is definitely uh, there's parts to the mo- the show that's real, and the other parts that he he was holding on to is not really the p- real plot of the show. He saw in the TV show in the movie he goes, uh, "Oh, it's like Harry Potter, Fantastic Beast uh, stuff, where there is a." One group that wants to help banish the, the ghosts and the other, there's another group that wants to control the ghosts and be the ones who run the world. Technically, that is the movie plot. That is a, a typical anime idea that, you know, this is just the, the villain of the week. And uh, that is his uh, plan. But obviously it gets debacled or, you know, diffused and resolved in this movie, but that's not what the show is about. The show is kind of, like I said, there's a, uh, not villain of the week, but you know, monster. And then the, the, the running plot is involving making the protagonist uh, stronger because he's looking for these, these demon fingers that fell off the, uh, into the earth, blah, blah, blah. It involves, you have to watch it because I'm not going to, I'm not going to explain it. And then make it sound like a crazy show compared to how simple it is. In the you can you understand everything within the first episode, first two episodes, if you really want to. But the the movie was really well done. I like the horror. I like also the a little bit of the difference of it definitely opens up more. Uh, lore background for like is like there's these dynasty of families that are actually part of the demon hunters and all that fun jazz uh the plot again is it was it's relevant to the series which i like but also it does play the safe route because it's a prequel it doesn't affect the current season or show uh i definitely recommend it I like it also because it's a prequel that you could give it to a friend to go, hey, watch this movie, see what you think. You like 
especially if you because you know don't get too attached to the the main protagonist but if you get attached to the side characters the sensei because they're in the show you definitely are in the right alley and i do like that idea that you also get the same shtick of like yeah we're you know we're gonna train you we're gonna try to take care of these demons to protect people blah 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 blah. i like that and i definitely like that in the sense of out of the the three uh anime movies that i think i've discussed on this show of like explaining stuff about them i think demon slayers movie is still number one because i think it is very uh progressive in the sense of we're going to make a movie that does the next arc of the manga storyline but in a movie and you have to catch the movie or you're not going to get it in the tv show they backtracked that and they made a they did make a little small episodic version of the movie the movie it's you can go on Hulu, you can go on Crunchyroll right now and basically watch uh, the Mugen Train movie in a seven-episodic show. And it's the same thing except, just like I said, just episodic. Uh, I think Jujutsu Kaisen's one is second because, I, again, it goes into... It is a, uh, it's irrelevant. It's relevant to the show. It is a, it's a really, it's good. And then also like the idea of, it's not just a, uh, a one-off thing. The third thing, the third My Hero movie that we have watched and on here is a good movie, but it's also definitely the one of like, hey, I just want to watch a movie with a, a, the villain that is, uh, taken care of within this movie. Hey, it's a very classic show-in because it's obviously it's it doesn't involve the show. It doesn't involve any. There's no uh, there's no stakes. There's no uh, I'm gonna lose. You know, I'm if I don't watch this, I'm not gonna know what's going on in the show. So you know, that's 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 where I get into that. And then also while I'm still in this anime thing, I do see. Attack on Titan apparently is doing part three of the final season that comes out next year. Don't quote me. I think I saw it say around June next year. But I I am not up to date with Attack on Titan. But I'm more surprised uh, they don't say, you know what, if we're going to do a part three, why don't we just finalize it all with a, a movie? They should just do a movie of the final the final part three that'd be pretty interesting way of doing it but i digress but yeah uh back to i kind of tiptoed around it i want people to enjoy whatever they like but i do get irked with uh when people like to play stupid in the sense of like they like to act like it's cool to act like you don't care i don't understand that i don't understand where that has come into the spotlight of like, you know, yeah, you know, it's a, uh, cause, uh, okay, we'll just get into it. Uh, the PlayStation, uh, Sony has came out and they talked about, uh, they finally brought out that PlayStation Spartacus rumored stuff. And I think I also kind of said some quick rumored stuff from last 
on last episode, but this is the more finalized stuff. Is uh, what is it? Uh, so it comes out that it is basically going to be a three tier system for PlayStation Plus. They didn't change the name. They're just kind of merging PlayStation Plus and PS Now into a three-tier uh, system. And the first tier, if you choose, you could stay in the PlayStation Plus uh, ecosystem that is currently like it is right now for the past, since since PS4. Excuse me, I think... Yeah, since PS4 was announced, you can stay at the same PS Plus uh, version for 60 bucks, like it has been, and that will continue on from so on and so forth. So that's cool. That means you'll get uh, two free games a month. I think they're trying to buckle down so it'll be two free games and not do the, uh, like lately it's been three to four with like PS4, uh, you know, games and blah, 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 one PS5. I think they just made an asterisk in that. I think they're just saying we're guaranteeing you two. It could be three like it's been, could be four like it's been. Well, like they, just for the the display, it says two free games a month. Hey, 60 bucks, 10 bucks a month, 25 a quarter. Uh, okay. Then now we're getting to uh, PlayStation Plus Extra. I might be wrong on the names. But I know for sure the second one, I think. So there's a middle tier now. Middle tier one gives you uh, the PS Plus Essential, which is that first tier. So everything I said in the first tier. I'm Excuse me also. I mean, like, you also get your cloud saves. You also get uh, online multiplayer, which obviously that's, I guess, the gist of the idea of, like, yeah, PlayStation Essential is just the essential stuff that has been going on since the PS4 launched. So almost almost 10 years of... No, it has been... I think it's almost been 10 years. Basically, t- the past 10 years of fucking PS Plus. But then the PS Extra also gives you a 400 asterisk library of PS4 classic games... And they also highlighted a couple of them because it's not just first party. There's some third party stuff that is included into this. So basically, I think the PS Plus Extra is definitely giving you a the stick to me what I say. So, okay, they spotlighted uh, God of War 2018 is going to be in this in this tier. Uh, there was another bigger one, Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, and then Returnal was definitely ones that I remember spotlighted in this. Uh, I think maybe if I, I'm making probably one up of like maybe Horizon Zero Dawn complete edition and all that shit. But, uh, but yeah, you get that of a, a library, a 400 library. And, uh, I think. That is definitely the the new the different thing. Let me look real quick, just because I know that I know the last tier, but the second tier is definitely is a questionable. Like, is this what's all that's in there, or what is this? 
Okay. Uh, okay. So we'll backtrack so I can say it all. So the middle, the, the second tier is online multiplayer. Hey, that's in tier one. PlayStation Plus monthly games. Hey, that's in tier one. The 100 gigabyte cloud storage. That's also in tier one. Uh, share play. Tier one also. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But a lot. And then just, uh, I think the middle tier gives you the large catalog of PS4 and eventually PS5 games. Since obviously, like I said, Returnal is included in this tier two. The tier two is, uh, 15 bucks a month. Uh, I can't remember the, the quarterly price, but if you want to do the annual price, it's only a hundred. Well, I say only it's a hundred bucks. And I do have to give PlayStation a pat on the back. And they also kind of did say they, they kind of said it in an interview, I'm pretty uh, impressed that they are coming out of the gate with a annual price tag. You can go buy continuing that. Cause obviously they've been doing that for, for a long time. People like to play. This is where it gets into this. People all week played dumb and act like play Xbox Game Pass has an annual price somewhere in that stupid fucking uh, ecosystem. I have not heard anybody tell me they're like, oh yeah, they do have a year you can go buy it annually. No, they do not. People have been finding deals and been uh, collecting quarterly uh, prices of Xbox Game Pass for months and they have not there is not no annual price for xbox game pass that's why i like playstation plus in the sense of like hey we can do an annual price and they definitely are doing some uh weed cut style of like hey you want a little bit okay 10 bucks and you want a quarter all right we'll do it 25 oh you want the whole year i'll give you the best deal out here 60 bucks all right, same idea. Hey, we got, oh, you want you want a monthly little thing of extra? 15. I can't remember what the middle one is. It's probably 50 bucks a quarter. I bet your money is 50 bucks. Uh, or, hey, you want the whole year? 100 bucks. Boom, you got it. So you get a 400 collected catalog. Now, the third installment is... Uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, you get everything in year in tier one. You get everything in tier two, and then the next thing is you they give you three hundred more streamable or stream only games. Well, no, excuse me, three hundred more games. Some of them is the PS Now catalog of PS3 games, which are stream only right now. The reason I say right now because if I did this recording. Earlier this week, I would say they are stream only, but I did see that there has been talk or people have been uh, making articles to make it sound like PlayStation has definitely been saying, yeah, it's stream. Sorry. But then they have articles up to say, actually, PlayStation is working on an emulator for downloadable PS3 games on the PS5. I am okay with even the streamable PS3 games because I have no idea where are these people coming out of 
that are being secret PS3 lovers to come out of the woodwork and go, there's the problem with this tier. It is boring. And it's also because there's only stream only PS3 games. What are you looking for on the PS3 that you cannot play through a remastered disc or the idea of, I just don't understand the people's like, they're just looking for something to whine about. It felt like, but I digress in what the, the, so you get the streaming part of PS now in this final tier. The middle tier gives you the PS4 catalog that I feel is on PS now already and was already down. It was always downloadable. So that idea, but now you can give you the access to stream it. So if you did not want to download even the PS4 games, even uh, PS3 games. And they also, the thing they brought is bringing up to this PS, the, this PS premium is getting PS1, PS2 and PlayStation portable games on the, on the subscription. And there are two big questions on that. One is, uh, is, uh, what games? That is a good question. I also have a feeling of all, you know, what question or what question, what games are coming on here? Uh, we already have some PS2 games that have been, um, ported onto a PS4 store on the PSN store. I feel those are, of course, be the conversation piece right there. My question is, which PS1 games? Like, are we going to get, like, the PS1 classics that were on the PS3? So the idea of, like, are we going to get Crash already? Are we going to get Metal Gear Solid? I am not here to say, oh, yep, they're coming. But I feel they are going to come down the road. I'm not thinking they're going to be there at launch. But I do not know. I'm just more excited to see uh, the PS Plus Premium is basically giving us one, two, three, four, five, six. Basically, six. Well, we'll go down five. Five past generations of PlayStation uh, history in uh, this premium system. And the cool part is, which, uh, you know, hey, the price is always to bail for anybody. But I say it's cool because it, the price is, it's uh, about 18 bucks a month. Or something really dumb in the middle. I ain't gonna lie, those middle prices are really dumb, and they're also like that tantalizing price of like if you're gonna do that, you might as well go up to the yearly one. But the yearly one for the biggest tier of the PlayStation Plus's new uh, value is only 120 bucks. So so from tier two to tier three, if you had 20 more dollars. Uh, you can get the premium uh, tier of PlayStation Plus. So you have access to the PS1, PS2, PS3, PS Portable, PS4 games that are under this umbrella. They have also kind of did an article just to more say it and set it in stone, just probably more just to say it, is yeah, uh, we are not at this moment in time ever going to do uh, games day and date on a subscription service with us and Jim Ryan went out there and he has a he did a really pretty good point I'm not trying to also be a kiss asser to him but the idea of like he goes 
we have a really good system right now. We have X Studio makes a thing. They make some good money on sales. We can invest that money back into the studio, and they can make a better game the next comp next circle. Okay, definitely makes sense. Definitely means understands what business is in the sense of what uh what a business could does when they do not have the biggest uh reserve of money because we can at least agree on that. I can at least agree on that too. You know, Xbox might be down in the gaming world, but being under the umbrella, well, being under Microsoft, Xbox has a lot more leeway to burn money or risk money into a uh, idea of like, okay, we're going to do a day and date. We're going to make Game Pass uh, be tantalizing because we have to put our first parties up there and... uh we will see the effects if maybe like, you know how Jim Ryan just said, like Xbox does do uh majority of their first party right now, right now, before we start breaking down Bethesda or we break down, like if Activision happens, I think it's going to, I'm just, just going by what I'm saying. It's not set in stone yet, but their first party has definitely been always, um, Okay, I'll just say like that. Mediocre single player and above average multiplayer. That's been kind of the studio, the Microsoft formula in in a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of a me mediocre single player, but a above average multiplayer that keeps you invested into the ecosystem in some type, way, shape, and form. But, but yeah, uh, I think pre the PlayStation Plus Premium is decent, especially in the sense of like when you break it down and take a step back, it's literally nothing changed in the sense of, hey, are you a PS Plus owner? Hey, we just made it a little bit more, not even more because it's always been there, but like we're just trying to get you to say yes to PlayStation now by merging it and making PS now quote unquote go away. And now it's part of the PS plus brand. And you just have to go up to the third tier, which at the end of the day was the price of one year PS plus and one year PS now. And that's why I think it's kind of cool. I think it's also was a smart move that, uh, they didn't have to rebrand it. They didn't make, it be PlayStation Game Pass or make it be PlayStation Spartacus as the brand. I think keeping it at PS Plus should have kept people's expectations to this level-headedness, but I think the internet, and I will blame influencers, I will blame uh, the, I blame like Jeff Grubb that were keep on saying PlayStation's Game Pass um, answer is Spartacus. What is that? And they kept putting those two sent words into the same sentence. PlayStation Game Pass killer. And do that stuff. And I think uh, a little bit of that, and I also think it's PlayStation's fault for being so silent. 
this didn't even come out of they should have done like a state of play and maybe do a little bit more like you know just have a state of play and then this be part of the state of play and say oh yeah hey in june which that's when the uh the thing gets turned on so you can have that uh it comes out in june I think it's a cool idea. I also think I was I missed the my missed my moment because people who uh, are a PS Now subscriber right now in a PS Plus subscriber right now they got an email that says uh, in June your membership goes to. I also uh, forgot to mention that premium tier also gives you this access to uh, game trials. Now, they said that, and then also my question, that's another question of, uh, uh, what games are going to be able to try? Uh, I'm not going to put my hat into that race. I'm like, yep, it's going to be all of them. It'd be cool if it's all of them, but like, it says whatever select ones are game trials, so obviously, probably definitely, uh, not so hot, (laughs) Multiplayer games will probably have a free trial. Probably they're probably including in their head. Well, yeah, when Call of Duty does the free weekend, that counts, and all that stuff. Uh, what was the second question for PS Plus? The first one was what games, and then the second one is uh, I uh, I'm not 100 sure what else to talk about about that besides the idea that again i just i just didn't understand how it was so hard for uh, people who are a lot more faster or a lot more vocal and also in a position that has a lot more fan base to uh go out there and talk about the news and then act stupid about Anything that goes on in the thing, and then like, like I might, I my stomach turned listening to kind of funnies, uh, da- uh, games daily. The one that they actually talked about the PS Plus news, and they were like every other sentence was Game Pass. They were talking about they're just comparing the Game Pass when the internet made it be something that was supposed to be talked was always comparing to game pass where obviously the silence of playstation kind of did that to themselves but uh they've never really said it as yep we're trying to we're trying to compete with game pass but no uh and everyone and you asked them even like I even heard like the thing about the annual thing for Game Pass. I would listen to a podcast or like, oh, what's the annual price for Game Pass? And they're like, oh, they should have one. There's no way they don't. And they play dumb and they're like trying to like sugarcoat it. They don't. And it's roughly uh the PS Plus Premium uh tier one twenty is technically thirty dollars less than what is a uh. I want to say that you were, they were even giving you the 15. Yeah. it Basically, Game Pass is 150 a year. 
And that's you getting quarterlies and all that shit. Uh, I think it's also uh, interesting in the sense of, uh, what is it? I like to see where this goes. I also think, uh, where does this lead into uh, how many times a year or how how much are we going to see the the collection or this group of games alter? I think it's going to be kind of like uh, PS Now right now. We might be getting, like, it might be a handful of games each month. Or like three of them that are spotlighted like uh, it is right now and all that stuff. I do think it's a good investment. I think it's also, uh, I'm probably going to go for the the year, the pre, excuse me, not year. Of course I'm going to pick the year, but I'm going to pick the premium list, the 120. And I kind of messed up because back to what I was trying to say was uh, people found out about that you could basically become the tier level the premium tier level if you have PS now. So this yesterday people like Wario and Cheap Ass Gamer were sharing this link for uh get a year of PS now right now for sixty and it gives you PS plus premium in June. And then you don't have you know that's where your reoccurring annual prices at that at that uh month or like you know this week uh and i messed up i didn't get it but i'm trying to get i've went through a i might have also lost 60 bucks i uh i think i'm going through a sketchy uh fucking digital code website and i'm trying to get a refund if they're not going to answer me because of some of their things of like, oh yeah, you gotta just do this. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna give you a picture of myself for a fucking code. I'm gonna try to get my identity stolen, but yeah. That was kind of the big news this week, and also like the idea of like I just was I just really was dumb dumbfounded to see everybody talk this week and then act like it was like like you're, it was like the meme of like the guy looking at the butterfly. Go, is this a pigeon? And it was just staring, like looking at it, like guys. It's what was there this whole time. They just merged it together. It's now you get to have PS Plus or PS Now together if you want. And people just keep just doing this apples to oranges of like, is it Game Pass? good quality for the world and like they just couldn't they couldn't handle just talking about playstation in a good way at this moment about a subscription that granted doesn't do day and date but at the same time it's uh i think i'm also in the right clientele for it because i heard also another good point a lot of people were saying like you know um they had a good they had a good uh explanation and now i remember the other question but uh, they're like, like you know, I might just stick to essential because right now I've been buying shit, and so whatever's been on those catalog, like the here, play this now because it's under you. You earned it with your subscription. You probably already own it. Like people were talking about, like I already own Returnal. They already own like like me. I already own Mortal Kombat 11. So that's not really why I'm doing it. 
what I'm doing it for is actually the PS2, PS1, and PSP games. And that's the other question. Uh, will we have PS1, PS2, and PSP games in the store available to buy my, without having the subscription? My, my, my heart says I hope so. Because it just means more money for them, blah, 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 blah. And, like, the idea of, like, it just makes it, uh, choice is good in this sense. Uh, matters on how much comes out, too. So, I, people, and then this is, that was also the beauty thing. They, again, they act like they've never heard what PS Now is. So, they're like this. Is it going to be... The same, like, is it going to come out at launch with 400 games? I hope so. I hope they don't do it like Nintendo. Like, guys, there's 400 plus games on a PS Now subscription right now. Why does everyone act like they're, like, never heard of it? Like, they can, like, <laughs> like, they're, like, they got hit with the, the fucking memory fucking sticker Men in Black. They're like, never heard of this in my life. Can you please explain to me what PS Now is? But, but yeah. Uh,. We'll see what more comes out in June with that. And then uh, two more things. One is uh, E3 is officially dead. It is basically sounds like to me uh, all the developers are kind of putting their eggs in Jeff Keighley's basket for Summer Game Fest. It seems like uh, people have kind of, well, the developers have spoke with their wallets and uh credibility that jeff Keeley has definitely been uh a lot more professional a lot more uh safe with uh what's that word their privacy because i've obviously remembering e3 had maybe i think not even one not even two but i think three uh breaches of their uh the data and people got their information leaked I think that's another uh, big part of why people are like saying fuck E3. Uh, and that, and then also more just because of, we have talked about it on this show, uh, Activision Blizzard apparently kind of swept it under, but they have kind of settled the sexual harassment lawsuit and only had to pay $18 million. $18 million in this, uh, for the, for them to say sorry for having bad workplaces. I, and I'm also trying to be also like, um, I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause I think I heard there was two lawsuits. This first one is 18 million to the people who are filing for complaints. And I think there's a second lawsuit with the state of California. But I could be wrong on that. But this one that was settled for $18 million, uh, So basically, uh, some people went out there and it was in this article on Kotaku. Uh, $18 million, okay. Everyone who, got, who complained got 450 bucks. 450 bucks for could be months, could be years of sexual harassment by uh, 
that uh, harassment just period could be just the idea of like that feeling of being on edge, knowing that you cannot speak up. You can't because you're afraid of retaliation. 450 bucks. And I did uh, some quick math with listening to comment, like a comment thread. So if you did 18 million and divided it with 450 bucks, this, this lawsuit had roughly, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you two numbers. This roughly had like 50,000 people filing a lawsuit against Activision. 50,000 people. I don't even, you know what I mean? How many people actually work for Activision? But 50,000 people got 450 bucks. And then here's another, this is probably the more closer number. So another little thread just kind of shot it out there. He's like, 18 million, you think about, put 20% of that towards the lawyers. And then you do the 450. So basically, this is where I think the real number is. It's about like 38,000 people filed for complaints. So 38,000 people got 450 bucks for, like I said, months, years of harassment, feeling on edge, and blah, blah, blah. Really bad shit. And the reason I say this is because, a uh, little fun fact. So with this Activision Blizzard being bought through Microsoft, Bobby Kodak, the man who has has lawsuit. Oh, that's the best part too. The settlement also gave it so Activision Blizzard could wipe off off their like paperwork that they had a sexual harassment problem. They don't have to say it now. And that's what's part of this lawsuit. But back to what I was trying to say. Bobby Kodak, when he leaves this company after this accusation, he's roughly going to get $300 million by himself. $300 million. You had 32,000 people get 450 bucks for what he was at the helm at. Call of Duty... Mobile makes $18 million in four days of time. So in four days in time, they have collected enough money to basically, if this was like a deficit, oh, we, we just lost $18 million on a lawsuit. Oh, we got it back in four days. Four days out of 365-day year. These people got 450 bucks for, like I said, they could have been in a, in a hostile work environment for months, a lot more, more than four fucking days, a lot more than just, you know, that idea. I think it's a really bullshit thing. Uh, every November call of duty is at the number one spot usually. And that's, they're making billions on game drop like releases and the people who work on it and who had hostile work environments got 450 bucks i think it's crazy i think it's also uh something that now it's brushed on and people are going to be like oh you know it is what it is a lot of a lot of internet men are going to be doing that yay you know whatever and then <laughs> Apparently, uh, t- this week, uh, I'm just going to say real quick, I'm not really care. 
Elizabeth Warren apparently came out of the hole that she lives in to comment and say about the Activision thing and then say, like, you know, who says Microsoft's even better? And it flared up Xbox fans out the fucking yin-yang to, like, hear. Like, you you were thought, like, you thought, like, I saw more people complain to a senator about Microsoft than about, like, worrying about police police brutality. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit. Over Microsoft. But, yeah, uh, I think that'll be it for the show. Uh, for this week's uh, Hot Picks um, movies. I'm going to put, uh, I don't want to say, every, everything and everything at the same time is coming out in theaters this week. It's been in select theaters, but I think it's coming out nationwide this week. It's at uh, A24 Multiverse Movie. And uh, also, oh shit, I'll, it ain't enough to talk about. But I will say that Moon Knight Episode 1 was pretty good. I think it's still kind of, not like that, I think it was going to turn. But the idea of like, I think it's a little too early to talk about because it's a very, uh, it was more, I think they did a really good job uh, having us a fun little ride adventure and uh, gave us how, uh, how this Mark Spector is dealing with the multiple personalities in this, in this head. But yeah, but for movies, like I said, everything and anywhere at all times, is out is gonna be out in theaters. Uh, music is uh, from Dreamville, featuring Loot, Kaz, uh, and Omen. Starting five, the song I think is really good. And then uh, for comics, it is uh, let's go down the let's go down this thing. Looks uh, Behemoth will have Dark Beach. Issue one, Boom Studios will have, uh, looks like nothing, no number ones, Dark Horse Breakout number one, uh, DC will have Flashpoint Beyond Zero, which I believe is the starting of the, another little story from the Flashpoint, uh, universe. With the Batman, with Thomas Wayne's Batman, and then uh, keep it moving. Ooh. I don't know if that's new. New. It looks like it showed like Sandman number one, but I don't. I don't think that's like a new issue. I think that's a uh, a full graphic novel. Uh, image: A town called Terror number one. Uh oh yeah, I mean it's not on this, but I know this Wednesday is the start of volume two of Nottingham. You know, shout out to people who've been on the show. Uh uh Marvel looks like it might mean not uh, Iron Fist, nope, that's a second printing. But Electra is gonna get an issue one hundred. So that's kinda cool. A good little 
collector's item. Uh, that's about it for that. Uh, Scout Comics has a vanity number one. Vault Comics don't have anything new of like number ones like we do. And yeah, uh, yeah, I think that'll be it for the show. Uh, last night, I know that we're a day behind, but also, hey, uh, last night, WrestleMania happened. It will Saturday and Sunday, WrestleMania happened. But, um, I have not watched WWE in years. I've been obviously the AEW guy, but I will say that WrestleMania, because I did watch it, uh, is probably the best WrestleMania in the past seven years. I'll say like that. At least the past five years. Past five years, this has probably been the best WrestleMania. Uh, Stone Cold came back. Vince McMahon even fucking was in the ring. It was uh Jackass crew was there. It was very, it was a very enjoyable time for the idea that all year I've been going like, man, WWE stinks. But no, it was a very, very pretty, a pretty impressive show of what, you know, what they can do. But yeah, uh, I think that'll be it. Like we say every week, be good to each other. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MikeFollow93. That'd be always cool. Uh, but yeah, until next week or next time I record, uh, be good to each other and peace.